launching. Now launching. The dumbest radio show in America. <laughs> Welcome to Common Man and T-Bone. Not right now, but maybe in the future. That's what I'm saying. They're listening to us. Yeah. We're long dead. They might have been like watching I Love Lucy and being like, we got to go wherever this is. Let's get there. Apparently, they live in grayscale. And then they just fly over here. And then they are like, let's turn on the radio, hear what they're doing. And it's us from... And they're like, hang on now. Let's turn back. (laughs) (laughs) We came for I Love Lucy. We got Common Man and T-Bone. Let's turn back. That's right. Featuring Panama Ted. Too hot. Timmy Hall. I will rub one on my face. And a collection of profane noises. Coach? No, Dom. I'm a genetic freak. And I'm not normal. I want me some glory hole. I'll keep it in the room. Stop breathing. It used to be a lot longer. The numbers don't lie. This is stupid. This is man and bone. Happy weekend. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. Well, we had quite the eventful week, didn't we? Oh, we should. <laughs> you think? We had quite the My eventful goodness. week. We got Holtman fired. We got Yarmo fired. <laughs> we we got-, got the mayor fired on Friday. Everybody remembers that. Yeah. No. Oh, wait. that No. It, it, it didn't happen, but. Got the uh, outdoor game yeah, coming. That happened. What? Mm-hmm. Good job by the Jackets to, like, undercut their own big news with even bigger news <laughs> do nothing for like six months and they're like ah two things one day good let's do it all yeah <laughs> stupid team i'm just saying we what had, a dumb team we had a week we did we, we did. had a week yeah I, i'm not saying the shows were any good but i'm, I'm just saying no, from there a was material a lot of, standpoint a lot of content we had a week how you doing teddy i'm doing good mike all right what's coming up on the show today mm, well i'm eating my tongue sandwich right now <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, trust me, we talked to Rimmer on Wednesday. That's oh, where that comes from. Yeah. Oh, he ate some time. And uh, he knew something. He did, didn't he? He knew something. He did, yeah. Because there was very little pushback to us being us. Yes, Usually we were being very let stupid. Let me tell you something that you don't know about <laughs> Yarno Kekalainen. <laughs> there was none of that. There was none uh-huh. of that. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, there was a little foreshadowing. I think there were. I'm just at saying. one point you said, "Yeah, yeah." Ottawa fired their GM, and it, oh, oh, yes, oh, yes, yeah, yes, yes, they oh, did. Okay, oh, bye, yes. bye. Oh, my mother oh. likes tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we did have some big sports news this week when we chatted about the firings of the Holt Man and Yarmo. Mm-hmm. We recapped the Super Bowl. That actually did. Happen oh yeah, too, seems, seems like nine years ago, yeah. dude. Doesn't it? I, Think about when we hired Chip Kelly to be the offensive yeah. coordinator of Ohio State. Remember that? Yeah. That, that seems like a million years ago. Yeah. And we uh, gave out some fat boy food tips and had some wild card Wednesday fun as we always do. All right. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend starts now. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. What should be a national holiday today? Yeah, no kidding. The day after the Super Bowl. I hope you flexed and took the day off. I don't blame you if you didn't, but I don't blame you if you did. It's a good idea if you can get out of work. And not have to go in. Because I, th- I don't know about you. I ate a metric ton of foods oh, yeah. yesterday. And I mean, I eat a lot. You eat a lot. We talk on the show about how we like food. But yesterday, there were no like limitations to what I would throw down the gullet. If I saw, I'm like, oh, hey, you know, it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Do I want chips and salsa? Yes. And I just did. There are some myths that we have in society. I'm going to actually uh, lift the lid. Veil? Lid? I don't know. What are we lifting? Ah, whatever. 
on one of those myths coming up later in Yikes. Okay. Where people say, oh, Thanksgiving's the biggest eating day of the year. I have some science to back up the fact that that is not true. Oh. Just like people talk about Halloween being the biggest candy day of the year. Surprisingly not. Easter is. Yeah, I know. You get more variety of stuff. There's more special items. Now, Halloween, you get your little fun size. That's great. Yeah. But you get more variety at Easter. And then, of course, the scam that is Valentine's Day coming up this week. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm taking it you're not a big fan of Valentine's Day. No, it's fine. It's, It's just the obligation. I know. Well, that's that's life, my friend. The obligation. No, there's I, lots I of there's o- lots of obligations once you enter in. But I, you know, you know, you have four girls waiting for you mm-hmm. at home. Yeah, and you are at the point right now where you are the Valentine. I know. You know, one day they're going to grow up and have their own husbands and boyfriends and whatever. They'll my have wife, my wife, chief among them, waiting for that moment to just have a, another husband. She's yes. Well, sh- sure. Aren't we all? <laughs> Aren't they all? But it's just, it's the obligation. Like last year it was, I got flowers. This year it's, I want something different. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm, I got like a cake. Yeah. You know, you know where I got the cake from? Where'd you get the cake from? Barefoot Contessa. What? Yeah. You she know sells, her? She sells cake. No, oh, I don't I, know well, her. I didn't know. I didn't know. You, you just go on you. Gold Belly, she'll send you a cake. And oh, by I she, did. I mean one of her representatives. I did not know that the uh, Barefoot Contessa was... Uh, I don't know, putting it all out there oh, on Gold Belly. Oh, she is, I'll tell you. No idea. They're all out there aware. now, Bone. Yeah, I, I guess no so. Who, like the Pope is selling stuff on Gold Belly. <laughs> you, I, I don't know what you're allowed to sell if you're the Pope, but I hope, I hope it's Holy all... Holy water. I, that's what I was going to say. And, and crackers, maybe. <laughs> well, <laughs> they don't, they don't you know. call them No, I mean, I'm, I know. Once they're blessed, I don't know if you can send them after they're blessed. I don't know. Beforehand. No, 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 no. Beforehand. Yeah, beforehand. They're nothing. Take home. Yeah. Okay. All right. Super Bowl. Yes. Chiefs are the champs again. Beat the 49ers in overtime. Look, if you don't have a dog in the fight, and I know a lot of us did because I did the the numbers last week about how much money Americans were supposed to bet on the Super Bowl, and it was a ton. And a third of all Americans were supposed to drop money on this game. I dropped money on the game. Did you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I know Teddy it. did because it's a day that ends in a Y. I did. I dropped some money. Yes. Yeah, did you did you pick up any money or just drop it? I'm just dropping it. Yeah, I just dropped it too. That's I all right. I picked up a little. You did? What'd yeah. you what'd you pick up? I just on? had the Chiefs straight up. Oh. Look at you. Money line Chiefs. Hey, that's you know what? Yeah. Nice and simple. That's how it should be. That's what you should do. I, I try to like yeah. parlay my way into no, yeah. riches and that didn't work. I didn't do any of that. But I'm not a guy who usually gambles. A couple times a year, I'll throw it out there and lose. Yeah, right. But they threw me a little bonus bet, so I I bet it won. Yeah, you you treat gambling in a way that most people treat church, where you're like, well, on the major holidays, we'll show up. And, you know, and then after that, it's like, we're done. And they're like, call me again when it's NBA Finals time. You throw maybe a duck on. NBA Finals. Yeah, you never know. Like a game seven, you might jump in. In your absence on Thursday, it was Jen Winters and I are sitting here doing the show. Mm-hmm. And it was NBA trade deadline. Day. Oh, how did and, that And go? we're both like, do we even mention... <laughs> That this exists, and the answer is no. We no, didn't you probably it. didn't. You probably didn't. There wasn't a ton of humongous moves anyway. But yeah, right. that's fine. But if you don't, if you didn't have a like a rooting interest, like a really hardcore, I'm going to lose money, lots of money, or get rich. That was an entertaining Super Bowl, was it not? I would say the second half much more so than the first half. First half was like a tough watch. It was sloppy. But it was it was close. But both teams were trying to outslop each other. 
Yes, they were. There were there were lots of times at this point in the first half where I'm like, man, if this wasn't the Super Bowl, I would have I would have had a tough time finishing out this game at that point. But you know what? Kind of lifted my spirits a little bit. I got to say, what's that halftime show? I didn't I enjoy. Didn't, it. I didn't watch it. I know you didn't. You never watch it. I watched. I didn't know if, who's not the Pope. Could well, be, I, I didn't and know that's if, the second reference of the day. Boy, two Pope references. I didn't know if the Grammys had changed you to where now you're like, you know, I never watched the Grammys. Now you do. Maybe. You know, again, there's no Billy Joel at this halftime show. I was going to say, did he show up? No. Usher did, though, and I, I enjoyed it as an elder millennial. I realized I'll how much what, Usher I know. I must have missed Usher. Really? Yeah. I missed him. Because, so, like, Kristen was all excited. Kristen is three years younger than me. Yeah. She was all excited well, for Usher. I've told you, because I'm two years younger than you, that you and I are of a different but generation. I'm just saying, there must have been a line. Because I missed him. You completely... I, I didn't know that you missed him that badly. Yeah, I missed him. I mean, I'm aware of him. Yeah. But I, I mean, didn't... No. You never heard, like, In This Club? Making Love In This Club? Well, no, this, the hey, song... Hey! Hey! I'm, yeah. sure I'm sure I've heard it. Oh, it's good. The song they kept playing, you know, during all the promos yesterday. Oh, I wasn't listening to the promos. But, oh, yeah. That's a little John, and yeah, I'm just saying I've heard that Ludacris? before, but I'm just oh, I man. wasn't excited when Luda came out. Everybody lost their minds. Yeah, all right. I was watching to catch a smuggler. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I flipped it, and then Kristen comes down and yells at me. But the halftime show, on. yeah, you have to. I actually flipped over to the Nickelodeon broadcast for a brief moment during the game because I just wanted to see what was going on with that. And uh, if you didn't check it out, let me tell you, they actually had SpongeBob and Patrick, the guys who do the voices for that cartoon, and on the broadcast, saying things in real time as the game is happening. Like, it wasn't the soundboard or, like, AI. It was actually the physical humans. It's like a Manning cast, but with cartoons? Yeah, with Nate Burleson and uh, Ian Eagle's kid, Noah Eagle. They were the ones calling the game. And then they shoot slime out, and they've got... I don't know, the squirrel from SpongeBob. She's on the sidelines. But then as I they went to commercial break, they had a commercial for kids candy. And I said, oh, no, I'm missing the commercials. And I flipped back because I didn't want to miss any of that. Yeah, I don't care about the commercials either. I mean, I just I just figured for the job, I should pay attention to them just so I'm aware if any of that comes up. So what was up. your favorite commercial? I got to tell you, me and Rex Ryan both really liked the feet washing commercial. That was probably a number <laughs> I don't, one. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. No, I actually was reminded. I had got the chills because I remember growing up uh, in the in the churches where we washed feet, and uh, I never went up for that. I that said wasn't, I, that wasn't a main talking point in catechism. There was a lot of feet washing in the Baptist churches I grew up in. That was a big thing. It would be like once or twice, uh, maybe every six months you would do it, and it was like I mean the pastor would be there, the deacons, the elders, and then so who's, everybody whose feet would you wash? Everyone's anybody who came up and wanted their feet washed. To, it was like a you know a sign of service, like you're you're you know you're the leader, but you're going to get down and do one of these dirty tasks. And I just never wanted anybody cleaning my own feet. You know, yeah, it's not like a pedicure where you're getting you're paying someone. I, mean, who knows I know what they're where, doing. I know where it comes from. It comes from the book because yeah, Jesus, that's Jesus Jesus washed, washed people's feet. feet, and that's a great However, message. If you, that's very re- good. if you really want to show someone yeah. that you're in servitude to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to just wipe their ass, right? <laughs> oh, no. Like, why don't we have no. that? No. Well, there's a I decorum. Show you, I want to show you how how humble I am. See, I also felt like running up to the front of the church to be like the first in line, like, yes, my feet, finally, everyone gets to see them. It's like, that's a little creepy too, right? Like, people are, some people are showing off their feet a little too much is all I'm saying. All right. But anyway, uh, the game. 
Yeah, let's talk about We can that. talk about commercial. We're here for three hours, kids. I know, I know. We got a lot of stuff to do. And really, we have nothing to do. That's right. Um, look, there's all these discussions going on today about is Pat Mahomes the greatest and where does he fall? It does, this Chiefs team, whether you want to call him a dynasty or not, whether Pat Mahomes is on his way to GOAT status or not, and whether this team annoys you or not, because you're just sick of seeing them, you're sick of seeing them winning, you don't like Taylor Swift, whatever it happens to be, you just sort of have to sit back and marvel at it, don't you? Oh, yeah. What they're I, able to accomplish. You and I were talking before the show. If you go back and look at the rosters that Pat Mahomes has won with, I think this is the worst team of them all. Mm-hmm. I think offensively, especially. Now, you can make an argument on defense, right? This defense, really good for the Chiefs, yet again. And no doubt the Chiefs won this game because their defense is really, really good, I think. As much as we talk about Pat Mahomes, and certainly he made the throw at the end that you have to, and he made plenty of plays throughout this game, but they don't get there without that defense. Still, this is a weaker Chiefs team, I think, than we've seen in the last five years. And this is, they've won another Super Bowl yet again. Like, I don't know that it's wrong to call them a dynasty because you've played in four of the last it's five not Super wrong Bowls. To call them a dynasty. You've won three of but the I don't last know why five we, Super we Bowls. We get so wrapped up in that word. I don't know either. And I don't know why it matters if he's the greatest or not. Here's here's what I know. Last night, when it mattered, he drove down the field and, and made the plays to win that game. And a lot of people said at the time, when the Niners elected to kick a field goal, they said, well, that's probably going to come back to bite you because now you're giving Pat Mahomes like a clear opportunity to go down there and win it with a touchdown. And everybody knew that was, you know, on that that could be happening. Right. That was that was the fear you have is Pat Mahomes can go down and get this job done under a minute, no problem. So they left a little time on the clock and he delivered. And it doesn't always have to be the prettiest, artful thing. Pat Mahomes gets the job done pretty much all the time. The last two seasons in the postseason, two full postseasons, he has not thrown an interception. That's wild. Two full postseasons, toughest competition, biggest games of the year, has not turned the football over. Yeah, I mean, that's, that is that is one of the best stats of all this for him. So, no, I'm with you that I don't have any... I'm not, a, I'm not a big Chiefs fan. I don't like to see them win. Well, neither am I. I don't care. No. Like, you have to sort of marvel at it, don't you? Yeah. I mean, obviously, he threw the pick last night, just so people understand. You're not saying he hasn't thrown a pick, but he threw one last night, but before that, had not thrown a pick the last two, pre- last two postseasons. Something. Men and Bone worked hard all week to bring you seconds of quality entertainment. We've stretched that into two hours. Stay tuned. The fan. Legendary driver Jimmy Johnson is partnering with someone for the 66th running of the Daytona 500. Well, they always have sponsors on the cars. They always have advertisers. His uh, number 84 Toyota Camry XSE car Mm. uh, will be all pimped out. XSE stands for Extra Sexy Edition. I don't know if you know that. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. Yep. And whose logo will be on the car, you ask? Whose logo will be on the car, Mike? Uh, legendary rock band Creed who should not only be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame they should name it the Creed Hall of Fame really? yes I don't know if I agree with that but it's true most famous Creed ever I'm glad that Apollo Creed's dead so there's no more confusion <laughs> great I'm trying hell, to hell with you Carl Weathers is that right? yes now uh I've seen the mock-up of this car. I've not seen the actual car, but I've seen the, the paint job they're putting on it, the, yeah. the decal. I'm sad to tell you, it's not like, it's not on the hood. Where is it? It's on the 
where the door would be if it had a door, but it's real tiny. Oh, it's tiny? Yeah. I thought the whole car was going to be Creed. No, I, I thought it was a whole Creed car. Listen, buddy, Creed's big. They're not NASCAR money spots with Daytona 500 big. Like, let's get real. They don't have that kind well, of cash. Well, why did you give me this story? If it's... What do you mean? They're on the car. I know, That's but I thought right. the whole car was going to be a Creed car. Here, I got the... No, it's a uh, tribute to the uh, Richard Petty car that won. Hell with him. To hell with Richard Petty. Yeah, Hell that's with right. Him. Sure. It's over for you, Petty. By the way, uh, him and Jimmy Johnson. Where's the Tom Petty car? <laughs> no one cares. No. Oh, In NASCAR shut, world? You shut. Well, you just. You, I, I, I bet you Petty's got some fans at Indy. Yeah, he probably does. Indy. He's Indy. from Gainesville. Indy. Do you hear that? Daytona. Uh, Daytona. But yeah. I mean, Petty is from Gainesville. Richard Petty is who you went after when we're talking NASCAR. So then you brought in Tom Petty, and I'm just going to say, if you're going to rip Richard Petty, I'm going to rip Tom Petty. That's how that's going to go. He's the king, Richard Petty. Alive? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, still. Still with it. Still coloring his hair to make him look like he's not 100 years old or whatever he is. Anyway. My well, guy. I'm, I'm less excited for this now. I thought it was the whole car it was going to be Creed-themed. You know who's, you know who's got more uh, placement on this? Carvana. Carvana is the main sponsor of this car the 84 car and then you have advent health is on there about the same size as creed i i just judge this because that's how much money they're all spending dollar tree seems to have spent more money than creed mm. to be on this car so. creed probably didn't spend any money i know what you their mean. label probably spent money well their label right? probably doesn't have enough money but you know what i'll still root for him i want jimmy to get a champ or a win there Daytona 500, that'd be great. When is the Daytona 500? It's uh, this Sunday. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's here, baby. You think football season ends, then we got nothing? We got NASCAR. Yeah. Are we actually going to try and go up to Cleveland for the the show? What do you mean? Oh, when this, they do the, the concert Creed up show. there with three doors down. The Creed and, show, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're bastards. They're not coming here. We have to go I up know. there. I mean, I think we should. We've done no planning on this other than when we talked about it on the air the last time this came up. So, I mean, I'm for it. You think Fish likes Creed? I think I think he under, I think he respects Creed. Hey, Fish, if you're listening, come on down here. If I want to talk to you about if music. He's listening. He's always listening. No, he's not. He's got meetings in there. No, he's good. He's he's, he's listening. Figuring out the whole future of the radio station. Yeah, he's figuring out right. new ways to air check Timmy and tell him that he sucks. He can't okay. say it the same way every single week. I see. Because the first week was like, Timmy, you suck. The next week, it's Timmy, you blow. The next week, it's Timmy, you suck and blow. Uh, I see. No, I'm actually kind of disappointed that Creed is not larger on this car because I was going to surprise you and buy a die cast of the Creed car for you to display in your house for when people come over. I assume you'd have that right there. It's my new podcast. It's called Diecast. Yeah. Where I'm just sitting there with a clock waiting to die. <laughs> Oh, I got it. Okay. And right. I have die. I see. And then Lady die. Oh, Fish is Look, coming Fish is into here. the studio. Fish is here. What? Why are you, you in here? You didn't bring any headphones. Well, we can't talk to you. Okay. okay. I guess we're going to talk to you on this microphone. There we go. What is this, amateur hour? I, I looked for my headphones. They were gone. So I had to come in here so I could hear you guys. Oh, I see. That right. makes more sense. Okay. I, so. Now, that's logical. Do you like okay. Creed? So I, I don't particularly care for them, but Good. literally as you asked that question on the radio... Uh, Sweet Lou and I were in there uh, talking about uh, doing a promotion to go to the show. Okay. Up in okay. Cleveland? Yeah. So that was a real conversation that was just happening. All right. So there's, there's, so wheels are turning? Is that what we're saying? I want you to come I, I think with, a wheel. Though. Oh, I'll come with if we do this. Because then you'll appreciate them. 
on a whole other level. Or I'll oh. just have fun regardless. Either way. Yeah. I, th- I think we should go in. Pierogies. Then out. <laughs> yeah. They serve them at the concert there. They just <laughs> hand out pierogies. Now, see, pierogies. Fish is on, like, can we get pierogies at this? I'm, a, I'm wondering if we can get a mosh pit going. Do you think they will mosh at the Creed show? Can we get a little? Can we get it going a little bit down there? Well, I, I don't know if you can mosh because then maybe Scott Stapp will think that that's the government coming after him. Right. We don't want to. We don't want to get in the trigger. Runs away. Right. Favorite I'm, artist of all time, Fish. Who is it? Oh, Springsteen. Favorite right. song of all time. Um, hard one. Uh, is that one? I of don't his? know. Hard one. <laughs> one of my favorites. That's what you pay me for, Fish. That's what you pay me for. Um, favorite song is this is why I'm not on the air, by the way. Uh, favorite song is I don't I just don't want to be cliche. Uh, Jungle Land. Okay, there you go. Going a little uh, not not one of the biggest hits ever, right? Right. I'm okay. just getting an odd look from Mike. Nothing. Though. Nothing. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> coming. <laughs> Later. Thanks for coming. Call Barrett. Tell All him right. about this segment. <laughs> bye bye. Creed, baby. I'm excited. Hey, man, I'm, I'm going to go see Three Doors Down, and then I'm going like really to really vibe out to Creed. Do we know who is else three is doors coming? Is Three Doors Down coming with their Confederate flag, too? Oh, do they do that? To fly? I don't know what they do now. Is that right? I'm just, I'm just asking a question. Hang on. I'm looking up the tour, because I need to know who else is on this bill. I thought you told me who was well, on it. There was some said, other... There was one I'm other... looking. I'm looking. Hang on. I'm looking right here. Three Doors Down. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, Van Halen's kid. Mammoth, yes, that's right. Mammoth, Mammoth Wolfgang's Wolfgang. band. Yeah. Oh, and Finger Eleven? Ooh. Whoa. Okay. I didn't know about Finger Eleven here. I don't like Finger. Okay. What do you mean? I don't like the word Finger. That's the name of the band. I know. I don't like it. Finger Eleven. Mammoth, WVH, Wolfgang Van Halen, and then Finger Eleven. This is Finger Eleven. Hey, everybody. It's Paralyzer here on The Fan. By the yes. way, I didn't realize this isn't happening until uh, next is, fall. Like it's November. Yeah, yeah. it's in the okay. fall. No, because then we, we oh, discussed that's this. Right. Yes, it's, it's the, the week, week before, before Thanksgiving. That's right. I did. I forgot. We did talk about that. No Finger Eleven on this date. Apparently, it's just uh, Wolfgang. Oh, Mammoth. I'm sorry. Oh. More Common Man and T-Bone Weekend is coming up after the break. Don't leave. I can see you. There's nothing better than this anyway. That's clearly a lie. The fact. This is Man and Bone. (laughs) It is... Chris Holtman fired Wednesday. Yeah, it's, it's Wild Card Wednesday. Wild I, Card Wednesday. I got to tell you, we've always wondered if this day would come on the show because we have we have a principle about Wild Card Wednesday, which is Wild Card Wednesday is sacrosanct. I mean, we we hold this in high esteem, but we also have said, what are we going to do if like where it's a Wild Card Wednesday when we first started doing this? Where it's you control the show, you send us tweets, we read them, that's it. That's the show. We said, what if someone gets fired, like an Ohio State head coach, gets fired on Wild Card Wednesday? Why can't we do both? Well, and we said... What do you do, three hours? We said we're not going to stop doing Wild Card Wednesday even for that. No! Now we're going to mention... The biggest story of the day. Of course we're going to mention We're going to have some thoughts on it. We'll sprinkle that throughout the program. 
Yeah, but the main course today is Wild Card Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Holt man fired. Dead. Dead. Buckeyes <laughs> not, lose not. to Wisconsin last night. He They were on the tarmac, and then Ross Bjork was there and ran him over with a catering truck. <laughs> Just gone. <laughs> Oh, because they're on a runway. Yeah, I was, I mean, why, they, why was there a catering truck? I get it now. Because they're at they, the airport. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Chris Holtman is gone. He is owed $12.8 million on the contract. The official language by Ohio State, they had a release that came out about an hour ago. We got wind of this at about 11.45. And then the official release came out about an hour ago. The word that they used was contract terminated. Mm. The first report that we saw of this was from Jeff Goodman who just rolled over in bed and asked Chris Holtman what the news was. Cause I'm quite sure that was his source. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, Goodman is somewhere wiping up Holtman's tears today. Well, yeah, I, I always have viewed Jeff Goodman as one of Chris Holtman's agents, more or less in the media. No, I'm, I'm sure the so I'm sure that Goodman got a text from the Holtman that simply said, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, and and they didn't because the first report we heard was they've parted ways. The two sides have parted ways. But Ohio State wants you to know this was, in fact, a termination. Yeah, it's I mean, there's there's no way that if it wasn't a termination, then Chris Holtman is voluntarily leaving in the middle of the season to not take his twelve point eight million dollar buyout. What? No, there's no way that's happening. He's not leaving midseason unless they've told him to leave. And the only way you would tell someone to leave and he would agree to it mutually or whatever is if they're like yes you're gonna pay me all that money you owe me 12.8 million and i'm sure the answer was yes because because by the laws of the contract we're firing you that's what this is you can say it any way you want jeff goodman chris holman got fired today and i'm a little i'll say this about gene smith there's plenty of ways we can go with this discussion but i will say right off the bat i've been critical of gene this year saying especially after the new year this is the mess you made gene smith is the one after we found out you know he's stepping down and by June, he's out here. He's the one who decided to sign Holman to an extension a couple years ago when it didn't really seem warranted. It seemed like we could have just let the contract play out a little bit and figure out what's going on there. Should have maybe not given him a massive extension. You could have maybe bumped it a couple years or something. So because of that extension, you had to work out a buyout. You had to work out you know how much money he's owed. That is a mess for a new AD to come into where you got to go to all the donors and say, hi, I'm the new athletic director we got to fire this coach. We got to get a massive buyout and we go go to hire a new coach. I need all this money. I thought that was on Gene to figure that out. It seems like Gene has helped to figure I, that I out. I don't know if Gene figured it out or if somebody made him figure it out. Well, again, I, I don't have any inside information. The timing of this is weird. I didn't think that they would be doing this midseason. Um, I thought that this would be something that would be done in the offseason. Now, full disclosure, I would have done it last offseason. I'm not in charge. Right. Okay. Yeah. To your point, I also wouldn't have given Chris Holtman this big contract two years ago, but they did. They decided to do that. This, to me, reeks of someone very influential getting in touch with Gene, saying, "I know what's left, and I know what needs to be paid to whoever else comes in here. I will put that on the table for you, but it needs to be done now. Mm. I'm not waiting. That, that very well could. Be. I'm frustrated, and I need it to be done now." Yeah, I feel like it was a little untenable, this situation, even a few weeks ago. We're, we're talking about this team saying, look where we are again. Look at the hope for this team is gone. And then Gene had that statement, whatever that was, two, three weeks ago, where he said, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. All right, well, 
now now you're at a point where it is inevitable that you're losing on the road. And and you've got the number what? What is Purdue now? Are they still number two, two. or three? Two. two. Okay. The number two team in the country coming in on Sunday to your place. What do you think the mood would have been like if Holtman was still the coach after yesterday? Right? What do you think the mood would have been? Everybody walking in there going, yeah, we're going to upset Purdue? No. Everyone would have gone in there saying, well, can't wait to get this one handed to us by 30. You know, that's that's not a mood that you need around the program. Now, moving on this way, it at least allows that part of the fan base that everybody can just move on from that point of, we got to get rid of Holtman. Well, they did. Yeah. And, and now it's, you know, we'll talk about it. It's the search for who takes over. Yeah, and there's plenty to get to. There's on lots that. of rumors about that. I mean, Sean Miller is a name that we've heard, and Timmy's going to pop in and he'll talk to us about it because he's the real expert in this area. Um, but I, I saw it again. Was Goodman was on with Rothman and Ice, right? I'm not making that up. Oh, uh, was he? I was didn't he? hear it. I didn't hear it. If he was, I didn't know. I like how Ted just looks at me stone faced. We're, we've been sitting back there talking about gangster movies I've been in and Jordans. And, yeah. I know, but Chad, what I would yeah. rather you do is just sort of raise your arms up, like I don't, I don't know, shrug your shoulders, do something. <laughs> just you're just looking at me stone faced. I want to say he was on with Rothman and Ice. Somebody, please correct me if I'm All wrong. All right, that's fine. All right, I did see some things though, which I thought came from that show, where of course he could he couldn't not say it. Where he said about this move that the timing of it wasn't what he would do. And what is Chris Holtman supposed to do because the Buckeyes have absolutely no home court advantage. So again, this falls on you, Buckeye fans. It's not about Ohio State and this basketball program's failure to capture your attention to actually get you excited about this product, and so go to the arena and have a home court advantage. No. Well, you know what? Let's talk about that for a second. I, I've been to a few games this year that had a nice home court advantage for Ohio State basketball. You know who was on the court? The women's team. And why? Because they're exciting right, and good. People are excited to go watch them. Well, and you know what it takes, especially with the women's team? It's not necessarily the number one story in Columbus at all times. But if you're good over time, people who don't pay any attention to that sport suddenly are like, you know what? I heard they're good. Let me, oh, tickets are available. Let's go watch. They watch. They have a good time. The atmosphere is fun. They are rewarded by seeing good basketball. And they come back and go, you know what? We got to do that again. When was the last time you felt that way going into a men's game the last two years at Ohio State in a conference game? And you left going, boy, that was fun. They played awesome. Even this one against Maryland, did they play awesome? Or did they find a way to just see a win out finally in one of these games? They've not played awesome at all. So don't give me that you had hope coming out of there. You felt great. They turned a page. No, none of that was true. It hasn't been true for two years. Let me correct myself. Jeff Goodman was on the Field of 68 podcast. Oh, that's that's okay. what these comments. I I know I saw the comments. I didn't realize where they came from. Okay, I didn't I didn't know where they came from. The field think, of sixty eight. I have the audio. I here. think that's his podcast, if I'm not mistaken, or he's involved with it. Maybe. Yeah, he and a couple other guys. Yeah, okay, that's that. yeah. he's that's that's All his right. deal. Anyway, so I, I knew that. Sorry, I'm dumb. It's fine. Here's the soundbite I was talking about. Here's the other part to this that people don't talk about. While Ohio State is a great job, you know what it doesn't have that almost every other Big Ten program has in basketball a home court advantage a legitimate home court advantage they just don't i've been to games there in 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 non-conference and unless it's a big 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 game they don't really give a shit at that point because they're in a football where 
you know, again, Xavier, all year. You know what the Sinta Center is, is like? Every game. Every game. And all those other schools, Michigan State, Indiana, Illinois, they are rabid college basketball fans. Okay. I have so many problems with that. Okay. But let's start off, one, with the idea of just because you have a more popular football team, it does not mean nobody cares about your basketball team. Uh, he mentioned the Centos Center for Xavier. What's the capacity of the Centos Center? Small. Is it 18,000 people? Small. Or is it 10,000 people? Small. So if you get 8,000 in the Centos Center, you go, wow, this place is kind of full tonight. You get 8,000 in the shot, it feels like a morgue. So whose fault is that? Is that Ohio State fans' fault, Jeff Goodman? Or is it the fault of the geniuses who run that university who built a cavern that didn't need to be built for basketball? If you want to say that Ohio State doesn't have a built-in home court advantage simply because, well, they've got a bad arena, that's totally fair. If you're going to sit there and say their fans don't care about basketball, you're dumb and wrong, Jeff Goodman, and you don't know Columbus, which is why, of course, you're spouting off. You know all the college basketball. You watch all these teams. That's fine. You dropped in for a couple games, and you're like, yeah, I know Ohio State. You have no clue. The person who comes here next should be able to look at what the women's program is doing and say, I think we could do something like that. I think we could build a consistently good top 25, top 10 team and have that team compete in a way that makes fans feel rewarded when they come to games because they'll come back and we won't charge them $800 the second the team is good again. We won't cut prices. We'll actually let them have like reasonable ticket prices to fill up our 18,000 seat arena. That would be a good idea. Right, Jeff Chris Goodman. Chris oh. Holtman gone. Oh, I can't stand him. That's the last I'm going to do with Jeff Goodman today because I, 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 I can't I just, stand him. Man and Bone request that you stick around because the show isn't over yet. More stupidity awaits you on the other side of the break. The fan. I also want to talk about Shakira. All right. Because I saw that uh, she... That scared the hell out of me for a second. What is... This is Hips Don't Lie. Hey, everybody. Oh, yeah. I was just wondering, why does it sound like it's on a Casio? Okay, there takes we go. a while to get going. There we go. All right. Uh, there are rumors that former Patriots wide receiver Julian Edelman is dating Shakira. All right. So if he is, God bless. Let him live. He's a handsome guy. I'm sure they're having wonderful sex. Are we sure of that? I, why, how could they not be? He's you know, a good-looking guy. She's a caramel beauty. I was going to ask, is she taller than him? But then I looked up his height. He's 5'10". What is she? I don't know, but I, I thought he was shorter than that. I don't know why I envisioned him as like a five foot six. Well, that's because you see him on the field I know. with a bunch of guys who are 6'4". I know. That's stupid. Um, she's probably plenty tall in her own right. I don't know what Shakira's height is. I'm going to look it up. I don't know either, but I know she's not paying her taxes. Uh, Shakira. <laughs> well, she had multiple homes in multiple places. She claims she didn't live in one of those places as much. You know, I'm, I'm on Shakira's side, actually. You are? No. You know nothing about the case. I, I know nothing about the case. Mike, what I know is those hips don't lie. How we tall just heard, is she? We just heard that. She's five foot two. Oh, nice. I love a petite. <laughs> love a petite. I do. I love a petite, and I'm I'm obsessed with a giant. Uh huh. I've never okay. I've never had an opportunity to be with a tall woman because they're intimidated by shorter dudes like me. Oh yeah. How, I, I don't. I look, what, would, what would be the tallest woman you would have back when you were banging? You would have there considered was a, there dating. was a girl in high school. We got along famously. Uh, she was six feet tall. Yeah. And I asked her out. And she said no, only because she was self-conscious about the height difference. I ran into her years later. I was involved with someone at that point. She asked me out and said, I'm sorry. Oh, wow. I regret 
not giving it a chance. I was very insecure. I don't care now. But I was with somebody at the time, couldn't follow through with it. She, that uh, was my one chance. She missed out on her short king, as the kids are calling it. Fine. You're, you're the short king that she, she never had. Man, that's too bad. I didn't know about that misconnection. It mm-hmm. stinks. Uh, speaking of, it's Valentine's Day. Greta Van Poundstone says, my voracious Valentines. Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> Minus the porn pad, what does your perfect Valentine's Day look like? Does it involve food? Yes. Sleep? Yes. Nookie? Yes. All of the above. Hashtag wildcard Wednesday. Hashtag bow chicka wow wow. Um, no, there probably won't be any bow chicka wow wow. Mostly what Valentine's Day has become for me at this point is it's, it's special for my daughter. If she's seven years old, she gets swept up in it. She, as soon as I walked into her room this morning, she said, happy Valentine's Day and gave me a cuddle. Mm. It's special for daddies and daughters at this point. My wife, she doesn't care if I touch her. She doesn't care if I bring her flowers. I did get the girls a chocolate cake for oh, that's, tonight. That's nice. Yes. Chocolate that's very cake. good. That's very good. Uh, I don't know. I mean, my ideal, like my ideal, just romantic type of weekend, I guess if we were instead of saying like a Valentine's day, I'm not big on like going out to a nice dinner. I would much rather have like a cabin in the woods, you know, with a view and a lot of solitude for all the murdering we're about to do together as a couple. Wow. Just look at you. That took a dark go. turn. <laughs> it just started sounding creepy as I was saying it. So I figured I'd lean into it. I thought you were going to do it in the woods. No, go no. outside no, and get some have, ticks on your genitals. I have, <laughs> ticks? No, I've never understood that when people are like, "I want to do it outside." Why? I, I don't know why. Get stuff in all your crevices. Why? You want to get mulch in there? Yeah, I don't. What's happening? I, no, you don't want that. No, what would be erotic for me is if Kristen came up to me this weekend and said, "Hey, happy Valentine's Day for you. Two days, forty-eight hours, nothing but soft clothes." Okay. I will bring the food right to you on the okay. couch. Okay. And I will make sure that your every need is taken care of. Mm. Okay. And that would just be bringing me food. Right. There Maybe would be changing my colostomy bag. <laughs> See, that does not strike me as being very romantic. That feels like it would not feel great. Yeah. Oh, look who's here. It's Tyvis Powell. Tyvis, what is it? The 13th? Say hi, Tyvis. A few more days, Tyvis, in your 20s, Hello, and then it's world. all over, buddy. How are you guys doing today? It's all over. Yeah, when, when is the... Uh, what, 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 headphones when's, on so we can talk. When's the birthday? It's Friday. Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, oh, very good. Are you working more this week, or is it just today? Thursday is my, uh, it's my I'm going to have a gift for you. Okay. Did you get me the loaf of bread? I didn't <laughs> got, get it yet. Want to be stale and moldy? Bread lasts more than just a couple of days. Not this bread that not I'm the, giving not you, the bread baby. He's getting, yeah. No preservatives, Tyvis. Tyvis, he's getting this bread. It's, it's delicate. It's, if it know? came over on a boat, it would have polio instantly. It's so delicate. It can't It can't help itself, right? This is not tough bread. This is very delicate bread. Well, we, now that we're on the subject about bread, I've decided to do keto bread. Oh, God. oh okay. Stop so, I've had the keto so, bread. So listen. Why am I not losing weight? And then you're like, I'm not eating bread, but you're eating a peanut butter cup right in front of me. <laughs> And then, and then you say, why am I not losing weight? I'm not eating bread. My wife is meal prepping now, so I actually brought one with me. That's my new thing now, meal prep. Meal prep, okay. Factory meals. Factory? That's what it's called, factory. Are you, oh, so she she's not, you said she's meal prepping, so she ordered the meal prep is what you said. I got you. Okay, yes. I'm back in. All right. I understand. See that? How long have you been doing this? This is week three. Have you seen the results? No. 
Two forty-five. I just it just it goes nowhere. But are you, way, are you snacking in between? Every now and then, give me a little, give me a little Twix bar every now. See, that's and the then. problem. You got to, you got to lay off the candy bars, Tyvis. By the way, I can't quit. This is our new segment called "Fat Asses Tell NFL Players How to Be Healthy." No, listen. I'm not telling him how to be healthy. I'm telling him why he's not losing weight. Common man, listen. I made the decision. Did you see my Twitter today? No. This is what I. Patrick Mahomes went out there and threw for 300 yards and scrambled all over the 49ers and won a championship. And Super Bowl MVP. Have you seen his dad bod? I don't think that's a dad bod. No, he has a gut. You're right. He has Tyvis, a gut. I have a gut. That's he has a human-sized you you know abdomen what? is we, what he has. Over the break, I'm going to come in there and show y'all this man's gut. Once I seen that common man, I stopped sweating it. I stopped doing abs and everything. You just got to embrace life. That's what I, but that's what I told yes. you. No, that's We're not what you said. I did. That's I said, I said, said, enjoy it. Embrace. What you said was, you was like, what does your wife think? I said, my wife says she likes me a little bit chunky. So, so what's I, the problem? I don't feel good. I told you I owe it to my wife to look the way I look when Tybus, she met me. Can I tell you something? If you make yourself feel bad enough, you won't remember what good feels like. <laughs> that's, that's, that's where I am, buddy. <laughs> I'm just you, saying. You didn't ever want to just impress the wife, come home, and she just look at you and be like, Impress oh, the wife? All I got to do is walk in. <laughs> <laughs> I got to walk in and say, right. hey, radio's common man here. See, what we got to do is work. <laughs> Tyvis, we got to work on your confidence. It's not really your body that has a problem now. It's your confidence level. We just got to build you back up. That's all. It's just, it's a different look Beating yourself me. up here for no well, reason. T-Bone, all my life I've been skinny. Mm-hmm. So now, now that I got like something hanging over my pants. Yeah, right. Like, it's, it's foreign to me. Right. I'm not I've never seen this before and I don't know what to do. It's like a midlife crisis. I understand that. You know you're, what, even, you're just barely getting to 30. Tyvis, so. You got to you got to look at the simple things. Like when I actually get a glimpse of my penis now, it's a surprise. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, it's still there." Yeah. It's like when I lived in Bakersfield, California. It was so smoggy out there, you didn't realize there were mountains 7 miles away. Mm-hmm. You got one clear day a month and you're like, "Where'd those mountains come from?" Sometimes I bend down, it's like, "Oh, it's still there." Because I can't see it normally because the gut's hanging over. It's like seeing an old friend at the grocery right. store. You're like, oh, look, you're here. Oh, hey, we're so, all here together. That's so nice. So y'all never thought, like, maybe I should work out and change that. Don't you miss the days where you could look no. down and just see it? No. no. I wish they'd cut it off. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need it I'm anymore. Done. I don't I'm need done. it. Thank I'm you, Tyvis. <laughs> Thank you, Tyvis. Go enjoy your bread. <laughs> Go enjoy your bread. All your favorite fan shows are available when you want them. Head to 971thefan.com and hit that subscribe button. The Fan, Ohio sports destination. So yesterday we start the show, we talk about Chris Holtman getting the X. We said to ourselves, when wow. was the last time this happened midseason? I mean, we've had coaches, both basketball coaches and football coaches, that were told that after the season they would not be retained. Right. But I'm talking about in the middle of the season, firing a coach. So that was improbable. We talked about that yesterday. Hasn't happened in the, I would say, the modern era. Earl Bruce was told to go away as a football coach, but then he got to coach the Michigan game. They didn't play in a bowl game that year, but he finished out the season. I mean, that's, you are going back to, yes, the 1950s at the earliest, if that ever happened. And again, I'm guessing back in the 1950s, there was no Twitter, Instagram. I don't think people were getting fired mid-season unless they murdered someone on the street they may, maybe then they even fire then you. they keep it quiet right and so, here we are less than 24 hours later and yarmo gets the x mm-hmm. 
Uh, it was 11 years in the making. The guy was on the job for 11 years. As a matter of fact, his anniversary was... Just a couple days ago. Yeah, a couple days we ago. We talked about it. We made jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy anniversary. You're fired. And it turns out that pretty much was the case. Now, J.D. was not fired. Uh, he was there at the press conference today talking about how he's running the show. For now. Uh, uh, my have, priest yeah. was sitting there. No ownership, though. What is it going to take for ownership to actually show up at a press conference? And don't talk to me about Mike Priest being ownership because he's not. He's not He's ownership. a glorified accountant who works as a mouthpiece. No, man. Uh, I, What's it going to take? What do you mean, what is it going to take? I mean, gonna, if, if firing here, your GM is not good enough to get the owner out of bed. Oh, no, man. There's nothing that will get him out. Because you're. I, I don't understand how you can't. Show to the fan base that you take all this money from the taxpayers of this city that in this county that give you a whole bunch of money to keep your arena afloat. All that that you benefit from, you can't show your face because supposedly he's just he's one of these guys who just wants to stay out of it. Hey man, I'm not trying to be out here being seeking some glory hole like Jerry Jones. That's I get it. There's a there's a point where you go too far where you're too involved. Mark Cuban has been that guy for many years. No one is going to confuse. Right. John McConnell right. with Mark Cuban. That's my point. But show your face at a press conference when you're making a major change in your organization, which you did today. All these leadership books that everybody recommends, they all talk about, hey, man, when you make a mistake, you got to own it. Hey, when you do something wrong in business and life, you got to own it. That's a sign of someone who's a real leader. The, literally the owner of the team, and you can't own up to anything that's going on with this crappy organization. So what you've done is let... One of the dopes fired the other dope, but you left the main. You left the main dope still there. So you I got, don't know who the main dope is. Well, the main at dope, this point, I was going to say is priest, but I guess the main I dope is know. the owner. Right? Who's the main dope, dude? Here's my biggest problem with that press conference today because John Davidson goes out there and sounded like. I mean, I, I the the main takeaway from this press conference, if you wanted me to boil it down into a sentence, is everything is great. I just had to fire my best friend though, but other than that, we're great. Like. They tried to sell the Davidson tried to sell this as, hey, this team is super close. We came this close to beating some really good teams in the playoffs. And he's saying named off Boston. He named off the Capitals. And he's like, we were up in that Capitals series. We had Boston on the ropes. No, you didn't. You didn't have Boston on the ropes. They beat you four to two, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you had a couple games four on the Caps. One, I think. Wasn't it a five game series? Or was it a five game? You're right. I thought okay. it was five game You're series. You're right. Either way. Capitals, yeah, you had them for a little bit, and then what? They remembered, oh yeah, we're the Washington Capitals. These guys but suck. Who, who cares? No, but they. What does that they have to cling, do with anything? They cling to the idea that if a few bounces of a puck had happened differently, we would have been Stanley Cup champs. And because those little bounces didn't happen, now I got to fire Yarmo, the greatest general manager this crappy team ever had. And so then he's up there basically having his little sobby moment crying about how he's got to fire Yarmo. Meanwhile, I'm looking at this going, you have been in charge just as long as Yarmo. Well, he left for a while. And where, and how'd that go with the uh, Rangers? Came back. How the, yeah, why was that? Because they fired his ass right out of there after a couple years because he sucked. You're right. The press conference was weird today. It was, we're not living up to standards, and that's why this had to be done. But also, let me tell you about how misunderstood and great we are. Right. Everybody around the league says, oh, you guys, fun to play. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you're tough out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Look, I'm so tired of everybody's nice. All right, look, being nice is great. 
I, I'm nice. I, I try and be nice. Maybe you wouldn't know that listening to me three hours a day. <laughs> but I, I, I'm out. I, I'm charming. I talk to people at the store. I smile for no yeah. reason whatsoever. I try and be nice. Nice is good. Right? JD seems nice. Yarmo seems nice. Holdman is nice. Ryan Day is nice. All the players are nice. I don't care. I want dicks who can win. My Here's <laughs> what I want. Right. I want like the players to grab the microphone and nationwide before the game and say, hey, just want to let you know, this city sucks. You all suck. And then they go out there and win five to two. Oh my That's God. what I want. I, You know what? I'm with you. I would love to have a general manager, head coach, whatever of, let's say, just the Blue Jackets here who say... I got to tell you, the second the season's over, I go out to Phoenix where I live and I enjoy the cacti. I'm a big fan of Gila monsters. I don't live anywhere near here. Oh, when the season starts, I come in, I scream at everybody, and then they go win like 50 I games. I hate it here, though. And they, Man, this cup is heavy. The la- <laughs> Yeah, the last three years, it really hampered my getting home schedule because we had so many playoff games. The Stanley Cup that I had to drag around, it got really hot in the Arizona sun as I was on my patio. I don't live here. I hate Columbus, but I've won you three cups. I don't care about how much you like the city, how much you want to be a good person, all those other things. I'm glad that we have good people. I don't want someone who's a criminal, an evil person, all that. What I want is someone who stops telling me how good everything is and actually shows me a good time. You know what I mean? I want to have a good time when I go to Nationwide Arena and not because all the in-arena stuff is awesome, which it is, and not because all the concessions are great, which they are. They do everything else A-plus there, except that part that encapsulates the frozen water that you look at when guys are skating around on it. That part always sucks, and I'd like that to change. You know, famously, Mike Priest used to ask the questions in job interviews, if you were a tree, what type of tree would you be? Mm. Okay? Yeah. Now, for this next round, I want the question to be, have you massaged any butt cracks recently? (laughs) Yes. Have okay. you have you ever had a scandal erupt in a restaurant named after you? Yes. You have a hard time lifting up your hand because your rings are so heavy. <laughs> yes, you do. Okay, very good. Right. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. Like there's there's something to be said about this organization and and we can go a lot of different ways with what the problems are with the jackets and all that stuff. Can I tell you the main thing I think encapsulates what's wrong with the Columbus Blue Jackets and I'm talking about from the ownership I am talking about Mike Priest, whatever you consider him. I am talking about John Davidson. I would be talking about Yarmo, but he just got fired. And I'm talking about the guys who are coaching this actual product on the ice and all the way down. You have largely in charge of the on-ice product of this franchise a bunch of losers. You have a bunch of people who go, you just don't understand how close we are. No, you know who could say that? If you're the Bills right now in the NFL and you're like, we've got Josh Allen, we've got a good defense, we've got some talented players, we get close to AFC Championship games, we get to AFC Championship games, we can't get the job done. But we're really good and people should give us more credit for that. Fine. You're one of the top five or six teams in the NFL, but your fan well, base... You can go back to the 90s too and say, if it wasn't right. for that wide right, well, right yeah. we're champions. What, we, we go back to it and say, hey, if it wasn't for those three other playoff series that we would have played after... After losing to Boston, we would have won that cup. (laughs) Right. I'm saying the idea of being close, yeah, there's teams that can say that in pro sports where it's like, we're really good. We're right there. We just can't get over that final little hump to win. That is not what this Blue Jackets organization is. This Blue Jackets team in the NHL thought process is a team that had a couple plucky years with a noted a-hole in John Tortorella 
who got more out of that roster than they probably should have after they had to go out and panic at the deadline instead of panic at the disco. Panic at the deadline is the Jackets' M.O. Then they had team meetings because that didn't even work, and they still had to back into the playoffs that year where they beat Tampa. That's your crowning achievement of the last 11 years was you swept Tampa after the team panicked and overbought at the deadline and then still almost missed the playoffs. That's the team we're talking about, like, couple bounces could have been right there no you couldn't have you were an eight seed that got a plucky win over a tampa bay team that was sleeping on you other than that you've done nothing so don't give me this crap about we beat toronto in the in the the covid season who cares that was a play in not a play off you guys are losers and the fact that you look at the loser is the loser teams all the time and go wish we had those days back that's why you're a loser you're losers Losers! Like a good neighbor. Loser. <laughs> Neighbors and losers. Yeah. Tell you you what. know what today's going to be, though? What's today? Today's going to be a fun day. Uh, yeah. Because it's, today. Well, it should be a celebration. We got rid of one of the well, idiots. Right. We have more idiots to get rid of. Yeah, we're but not, one of them's gone. We're not done. But we got rid of an idiot today. And so we dedicate the show to Yarmo, who's very nice. And oh, he's thinking nice. of his family. All, all of it. <laughs> Fine. I heard that John Davidson's bringing up his family. It's very, like, again, very nice. I, I'm sorry. Did he do this for charity? No, I, I know. Was I know. he was he it's, doing it's all, this as charity? I don't want to be mean. I'm not being but, nothing but about. But I, I'll be mean. Okay. Thanks for being part of our club of degenerates. And still, the phenomenon remains unexplained. More common man and T Bone weekend is coming up. The fan, Ohio sports destination. Thank you, Bone. Thank you. How you doing, Teddy? Doing all right over there? I'm doing good, Mike. Yeah, I know you are. Got your Carolina Beach sweatshirt on. I just dreaming of summer. Yeah, man. It's a beach somewhere, right? Not five o'clock somewhere. It's a beach somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's true about Teddy that you would never guess when you meet Ted. He is a big nudist. Yeah, yeah. Teddy, uh, how many nude beaches per year do you guys go to? All of them. All all of them every year. Yeah, we hit them all. Up. There's got to be a lot of them. Uh, you yeah. do not take a lot not of in this country. You take a lot of Wednesdays. He goes, he goes right. to Europe to get all the nude beaches. I've not been to a nude beach, but I have been to a topless beach, which is known as a beach not in America. <laughs> because we <laughs> went, all, all the beaches are topless. Yeah. <laughs> we went to, uh, we were in Mexico years ago and on the uh, Yucatan Peninsula, if you must know. And we we're at the resort where we were staying. It was very nice. And we had hammocks that we were in and we had little beach towels and we're there and we're good. My wife is in her bathing suit. I'm in my regular suit, which, of course, means I'm topless. She's not. As we're sitting there, a woman who, I mean, I'm going to put that her at the time, probably at like 30 or 35 years old. All right. But just stunning. You know, bronze skin, jet black hair, beautiful woman. Walks by completely topless. Nice. And not like because she forgot or like, oh, no, I got up for intentional. Second. Yeah, she's just walking down the beach. And, She's proud and, of herself. And I noticed this and immediately turned the other way. I'm trying to be respectful. I'm trying, you know, again, I, this is a new I thing for me. I don't think it's disrespectful. Well, you when know, somebody has put themselves out there. I'm sitting there with my wife and I figure one that I don't, I don't want to just, I, that just was going to cause a headache. I don't need. Also, I don't feel good looking at someone. I know your wife in that way. She would not care. No, so this is what I'm about to tell you is I thought, and again, we were more newly married. We've been married, now, you know, 18 plus years now. But at the time, 
I'm like, I'm not even going to, nope, not even going to look over there. My wife taps me on the shoulder and is like, you seeing this? And like shows me. And serious, I'm, Clark? And I look over and I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of noticed I'm, that. I'm she's seeing like, it. She's like, boy, I got to tell you what, I've, I've never seen that out in public. Just someone walking around like that. I'm like, me either. And then I kind of kept watching this lady go by. She's like, all right, enough. So there was a time limit on it, apparently. Now, what if you had said to her, how about you take your top off? Oh, no, she that that would not be. She would actually probably be more likely to be the one to say, I'm going to do this just to, like, throw you off. She wouldn't. Like, if I try to, like, dare her or something, no way. But if she... You have to dare her. It's just we're on vacation. Why don't we be on vacation from ourselves? We can be different people. No, in that case, if I had said, why don't you go topless, she would say, great, as long as you go bottomless. Like, that would be, well, you, you know... Well, you know, that's not allowed, though. Well, I know. That's, that's not allowed. And that's where she would say, until that's allowed, then I'm not doing that. That's the other part. what I've... No- now, true nude beaches, bottoms up, right? Yeah. You, you, can, you can have that. Yeah, of course you can. But just like a regular beach in Europe... If you take take uh, El Donger out, they El, escort you out. El Donger? No Donger. No. Toppy right, fine. Toppy fine. Donger? Bon- no. <laughs> well, if, if Dong was a hockey player. Hey, how you doing there, Donger? <laughs> right. You a pretty good Donger? Right. Hey there, what do you think about that, Donger? Mm-hmm. Matt Kuchar can go to those beaches, right? That's okay. He goes to, I don't know if he does go to a nude beach, but he could. Right. No. Yeah. At a nude beach, sure. You can have... He can't unleash the Kraken. Oh, at a nude beach. At a nude yes, beach. At a nude yes, beach. at a nude beach. Cooch can go to a nude beach yes. all day. That's right. No problem. Matt Coocher update. Cooch! Cooch is still passed out under the grandstands <laughs> at the Waste Management Open. Uh-huh. Yeah. Covered in fecal matter. Well, he is unable to move. He he, along with everyone else, apparently who went there. Yeah, I've heard they're I've heard they're trying to, uh, and this is funny how they phrased it. We're going to revisit our security protocols. Oh, you mean the security where people, <laughs> your security people, just say, "Come on in." Yes. Hey, your tickets is good, right? Your tickets is good. Your tickets is good. Come on in. They also said they're going. Nothing is off the table, which I know what they mean by that is like we're going to review every single process we have to make sure something like this doesn't happen again. But in my mind, when they say nothing is off the table, they mean like, guys, you don't know. We could have tanks out front next time. We might hire like samurai swordsmen to come out. Ninjas. I don't know. We can hire whoever. We don't know. We could have all kinds of things. You don't know what we're going to be capable of at the Waste Management Open. Oh, I bet you a little donger was playing yeah. out at the. <laughs> I'm sure there was some donger. 16. You might have find some donger out there. I'll tell you what. Cooch was definitely there. Donger no, he might have been there. He didn't make the cut. Well, no, but he was out there. Yeah, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Was that Scottsdale? I assume. Yes. If it's a golf course in it's Phoenix in area, I presume it's in Scottsdale. Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, people watch the Super Bowl. Is that so? Yeah. Viewership was up 7%. From last year's record-setting broadcast. So the Super Bowl is the most-watched telecast in history of TV. Right. With 123.4 million as the average viewers. Across all platforms, that includes CBS, that includes Paramount+, Plus, that includes Nickelodeon, that includes Univision, that includes other digital things, including NFL+. Plus. So... CBS, owned by Paramount. Yeah. Greatest ratings ever. 123.4 million. They charge more in advertising than they ever have. 
Mm-hmm. They've made more money in ever seven million dollars for a thirty second spot, and that's only on Big Boy CBS. That's not even talking about like you know Nickelodeon, right, and stuff like that. That's seven million dollars for a thirty second spot, and then today, bad optics. Today, Paramount lays off eight hundred people. <laughs> Whoops. Could hey, you wait till next? Like one week wouldn't kill no, you, right? No, no. You put out the press release where it's like, "We are great. This is the greatest thing ever. Look at how wonderful this was." And then the like two minutes later, and you're all fired. Right. I, I would like to picture that there was some executive at whatever CBS, Paramount, whatever, whatever the main company is called, that was like, "Hey, can you send out this press release?" And just when you're done with that. Go ahead and slide your uh, little key card and just just drop it off my office. Why, why do I have to drop it off? Oh, because you're getting fired. But you're going to send this email out, right? You're going to make sure that looks good. Why is get there the a graphics? picture of a donger with, <laughs> with this press release? I need you to touch up this graphic real quick and then get the F out of our offices right now. As soon as possible. Vacate the premises. We're going to have somebody walk you out, actually. It's not like two people were fired. 800 people. 800 people. I didn't Listen, I don't know how big these companies are. I didn't know there were 800 people working for Paramount. Like, oh, I, well, I mean, takes, I guess a lot of people you got make the, the movies, thing run. You got the movie theater or movie theater. Movie theater. Yeah, that's it. Get the, <laughs> I assume they still have studios, right? Is Paramount Pictures yeah, still a thing? that's still a thing. Okay. And then they have shows that they produce for CBS and all that. So, yeah, I guess you're right. But I just need to know who these people are. How many, how many say, people are we laying off? How many people who still have a job? I'm going to say the best boy mm, didn't. And the key grip well, got key, laid off. Well, if you don't have a best point of key grip, how do you do any of this stuff? You need them. You got to have all this. Maybe who knows? Maybe it's like there was an underling. Whoever the underling to the best boy is is now doing two jobs. The second, it's like best the radio boy. business. The the second best boy, or would he be the okay boy? <laughs> or would he's, he be? He's the, fine. He's the just fine boy. He's fine. Yeah, that's sort of a sexist. Like women can't be best boys. I don't know. I have no idea what a best boy does. We're gonna find out. We can't call you can't call him best man. That's been taken. Boy. We have a best man spot already, but that's reserved for weddings. So you can't be a best man if you're a best boy. What does the best boy do? Uh, in a film crew, according to Wikipedia, in a film crew, there are two kinds of best boy: best boy electric and oh. best boy grip. <laughs> they. <laughs> Okay, go go home later and no, check out your best boy grip. Just... <laughs> they are assistants to mm. their department heads. The gaffer in charge of electrical. Oh, yes. The soccer and the manager. key grip. Yeah. Oh, so the best boy is the assistant to the key grip. So if lighting you fire, and rigging. So if you fire your best boy and your key grip, you just got no one to give you a best boy grip. Is that in, right? In short, the best boy acts as the foreman for the department. Hmm. So there you go. So you get rid of the foreman, but you have somebody else do all the work then. What happens if a woman shows up and is like, I want to do any of these jobs. Like, sorry, oh, here, can't be a, here's the next sentence. Can't be a best boy or a, a foreman. A woman who performs these duties may be called best girl. Oh, well then, great. Recently, some sense. film crews are adopting gender neutral terms for job titles, with one example being lead electric as a replacement for the term best boy. Man, even best say, boy's gone woke. Well, I was going to say, What's like, happening? I'm sure someone's getting all mad about like, yeah, I can't even call them best boys anymore. It's like, you Back mean when I was banging, they were best boys. You mean a term that no one understands outside of that industry. And what did you say they're changing it to? What woke terminology are they using? 
Lead, lead electric. electric. Oh, you mean he's like the lead person on electrical things. That makes way more sense given what his job or her job title is. Guess we can't go to the movies anymore. <laughs> can't even have a best boy. <laughs> if you ask the best boy to take a nap in the master bathroom, that's a big problem. Right. We can't call them happy men anymore. Now you got to call them sanitation workers. And it's like, well, why did we call them that in the first place? Because that's what they were actually doing. I don't know if they were happy. Why'd you call them happy men? What are, what are these terms? These are dumb uh, words. Men and Bone worked hard all week to bring you seconds of quality entertainment. We've stretched that into two hours. Stay tuned. The Fable. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced their 15 nominees for next year's class. Now, how many get in? I don't know. Is there? I didn't know if there's like a rule that you can only vote for 10, like with the, uh, you know, Hall of Fame for baseball. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. But there's 15 on the ballot. Okay, give it to me. And my whole problem with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is it should be called the Music Hall of Fame because it's not rock and roll. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Mary J. Blige. Okay. Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Cher. Dave Matthews Band. Check my neighbor. Right. So far, and again, this is nothing against those artists. They're all fantastic. Not named a single, what I would call, rock and roll band. I mean, Dave Matthews is rock no, and roll. stop. That's, that's like... Folky honky tonk music. Get out of here. <laughs> no, that's not rock. All right, all right, that's on. not rock hold and on. roll. Shut up. I'm not done. Eric B. and Rakim. Yeah, not rock and roll. Foreigner. Okay. Peter Frampton. Okay. Jane's Addiction. Yeah. Cool in the Gang. Again, great. Not rock and roll. Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, rock and roll. Oasis. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor. Dead. Not rock and roll. Ozzy Osbourne. Rock, definitely rock and roll. Shh. Ozzy's not in the Hall of Fame. He's in with oh, Sabbath. Sabbath, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. This is just say. him as a right. solo artist. Solo artist, yeah, sure. Shade, uh, yeah, great. And not, a not tribe called Quest. So those are the fifteen. Also great, not rock and roll. Any, anywho, I know, I know the attitude of rock and roll pervades all these people for various I, reasons. I got it. I got, I got it. it. Yeah. So the nominees are all releasing statements. Okay. About being included on this list. Like Foreigner, I deeply appreciate the recognition from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Committee. This is from Mick Jones. I was gonna, did Foreigner release a statement in the singular? Mick Jones. I Getting this news it. today is an incredible endorsement of what we've achieved over time. Okay. Mariah that's, Carey. That's great. Beyond excited and thrilled to be among these legendary nominees for this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Congratulations to all. Thank you. Uh, Lenny Kravitz woke up to this, grateful to be nominated for this prestigious honor, and then he went at Rock Hall. Sure. And then Liam Gallagher from Oasis, Mm -hmm. his statement was, F the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's full of bumbaclarts. What? Now, if you don't know what a bumbaclart is, it is British slang for a feminine napkin. Oh, okay. It's something you would use on your period. Gotcha. So right. I just, I found that funny. That's the most on brand Oasis thing ever. Can I, I mean, again, like I understand if you as a rock and roll fan are like, these are not all rock and roll bands that get nominated for this thing. But if they call you up and are like, you're in and you're in a rock band, wouldn't you be like, well, anyway, bygones are bygones. Let's just, Hey, that's nice that you nominated. No, not, not him. Do you like which which one of them do you tend to agree with more, Liam or Noel of the of the I'm, of I'm the more, brothers? I'm Gallagher. more of a Noel guy. 
Yes. But the thing I like about both of them, and this is why they can't get along, both of them do not care what you think. Sure. That's, they don't that's care a, what you think that's of That's a good thing. That's, it's good to this be... This is who of, I am. If I'm an a-hole, I'm an a-hole. Sure. Now, which one of them brings the mallet and the produce? Is that Neil or Liam? Mallet and the produce? Yeah. For the watermelon smashing they do? Which one is the... Which oh, gallery? That? <laughs> that is the comedian... <laughs> Gallagher dead but famously had a brother he couldn't get along with either they split up and like, they looked alike they looked alike but then Gallagher and Gallagher too I don't know if they actually split up but I would like to think of them I don't both think they did I performing think they- their like no this is my version of watermelon smash yeah and it's like it's the same thing <laughs> this is my version. I wrote this one okay sure whatever I, I'm the one who said crush you said cantaloupe that's not funny Watermelon's funny. I made the whole act with watermelon. Oh, people sleep on Gallagher because they're like, all he did was smash watermelons. Did you ever see him with the giant trampoline couch? I mean, the man had some range is all I'm saying. Pull <laughs> a- I like this statement from Peter Frampton, too, when learned of his nomination. He said, that's really great. Wait, you mean I'm not already in the rock hall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peter Frampton. I'm surprised. I'm not in this already? Not already in there. That's a little shocking. (laughs) I like how they go with the, like, are we going to get to a point where we are, because, you know, the the question about rock and roll has been, is it it still alive or is it on its way? Is it dying? Rock and roll will always be alive, just like jazz will always be alive. It doesn't mean it's always going to be number one in pop culture. Fair enough. But the question I, I get to is now we're seeing a lot of famous bands that have gotten in and now it's like, well, let's do the lead singers and let's do these lead guitar players and let's do these guys who are also very famous in the band. We're going to get to a point where it's like, the yes, the third bassist from Steely Dan is in. Like, I don't I don't know. Third? I don't know. The third bassist. Like they, after they fire the first Robin two. Ventura. He's the third bassist. <laughs> Travis Fryman's here. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Third bassist. <laughs> now playing at third bassist. Uh, Teddy, who's your favorite third bassist of all time? Chris Sabo. Oh, yeah, very my, good. My guy. Drew Henson didn't make the list. Former Cowboy? No? No. Okay. Just checking. Michigan man. Bad. Yeah. Common Man and T-Bone Weekend. You know what I have for you? I have something special for you. Okay. You ready? Go ahead. I got this made. Common Man and T-Bone have very little value. Unless they're telling you about all the crap they can shove in your mouth so you can die quicker. It's time for Fat Boy Food Tip. Wait, how do you want me to say it? Tip? 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 This is dumb. I quit. There you go. We got an open. A produced open. And music for Fat Boy Food Tip. This one today revolves around Taco Bell, because why not? Mm. All right, let's uh, go. Taco Bell is offering many new things on the menu this calendar year. They're going to drop the first of many things they're going to drop on March 21st when they debut their Cantina Chicken Menu. It will also include an Avocado Verde Salsa to put yeah. on all of this crap. I feel like, the, we, yeah, that part I knew. Cantina Chicken Verde. Burrito, Cantina Chicken Taco... Cantina Chicken Quesadilla and Cantina Chicken Bowl will mm. all drop on March 21st. Okay, that I'm I'm ready for this. Yes. They're doing nuggets 
but there has been no official release date for the Taco Bell Nuggets. Don't worry. When we see it, we'll alert you. Oh, you know that. I like that you got music for this. I like that you got uh, the big voice guy to say, Tip! Seemed like that was probably an easy thing for him to do. It was not. <laughs> Took many, many drafts. Yeah, The I, first one was like, Tip! Tip! Let me tell you, I go to Taco Bell so frequently that I don't even look at the menu. So there are times where I'll order something and they'll just go, Hey, I, I hate to tell you, we don't, we don't have that anymore. And I go, Oh, well, uh, what do you have? And they're like, like, this will be one of those times where I'll show up there and they'll be like, we got all these cantina chicken bowl things. You want one of those? I'll be like, yeah, throw it. Yep. Let's go. And that's just what will happen. I'm excited for it. Um, The cheesy chicken crispinata. Crispinata? Huh? Hits menus tomorrow. Cheesy chicken crispinata. crispinata. It's menus tomorrow. It's Taco Bell's take on a chicken empanada stuffed with slow-cooked shredded chicken with tomato and onion, then smothered in a variety of cheeses that include Monterey pepper jack, cheddar, and mozzarella. Mm. The chicken or cheesy chicken crisp nada is also served with a spicy ranch sauce for dipping. That debuts tomorrow. Can I? The the, the kitchen, kitchen, chicken cantina stuff debuts on the 21st of March. Let me tell you right now. If you've never had a, maybe you've had an empanada, like a sweet empanada, but you've never had a savory empanada, mm, you're about to have your senses awakened because that is delicious. Meat and cheese pie basically is what that is for you folks. And it's great. We don't do enough meat pies in we this don't. country. Well, I don't know why, one, we have to call it a crisp nada. Just call it an empanada. Like, I think people can very quickly figure out. We figured out what a burrito was, what a taco was, what a quesadilla was. Call it. Why do you have to call it a crisp nada? Just call it an empanada. Speaking of crisp, we have 10 TV on in here. Are you aware there is a 10 TV anchor with the name of Lacey Crisp? I am aware of this. Yes. Okay. She seems like a very nice person, but I, I was not aware of her. I've not met her, even though we work in the same building. And it's just an odd name for me. Yeah. Unlike T Bone. Oh, hello. The queen is here. I have many things to talk about today. First of all, congratulations to Buckeye fans everywhere for getting rid of your crappy head basketball coach. Thank you. We're very happy about this. Yes. I'd also like to say that I love to snack on a lacy crisp. (laughs) Do you? I don't know if that's a potato crisp or a stripper. Okay. Either way, I'm excited about it. Uh, Lacy crisp. Yeah, that's I can see how that's a potato chip. Lacy crisp. That's what you call chips in uh, England, right? Is a crisp. Absolutely. And chips are what we would call French fries. Is that right? That's right. Yes. And what is a, a boot? Is that on the on a, a boot car? Boot is the trunk of the car, ah, and I also see. where I like. <laughs> what you like? What to ride the channel with oh, Viggo Mortensen? You like to ride in the boot. <laughs> he, like... he likes to ride in the boot. I see. With you, I understand. Yes, yes that's right. There definitely was some tunneling involved. <laughs> oh, we go in and out of the tunnel. Was that a quick trip or did it last a while? Did it meet your Depends expectations? On the day. Well, I was going to ask. Does it usually meet your expectations for duration? Depends how much clenching I was doing. Okay. <laughs> To each their own. Uh, so, how is the afterlife treating you, treating you Queen? Are you oh, feeling it's all right? Fantastic! I have pickleball with Chris Holtman this afternoon. <laughs> is Yarmo not playing in the Netherworld because we thought he was fired? And he's never been fired. Does Yarmo he just not even show took up anymore? Shoots and ladders route right to H E double hockey sticks. <laughs> 
We've kicked him out. Yeah, Holtman's only going to be there for a few weeks, and then he'll be yes, right back. He'll get he'll another be, job. He'll be back with the living. Yes, That's I right. am playing Uno with Huggy Bear later. However, <laughs> be careful with well, you play with Huggy Bear. Bye bye. Okay. Wow, that was quick. We got to take a break. She was in and out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Just like the channel I heard with Vigo, Vigo Mortensen, and Lacey Crisp. Mm. More Common Man and T-Bone Weekend is coming up after the break. Don't leave. I can see you. There's nothing better than this anyway. That's clearly a lie. The Fan Show. I hope that Billy Saren was the one who fired Yarmo. <laughs> you are fired. Blue Jackets say you are fired. What does it even sound like when JD comes into Yarmo's office and fires him? Is it just like, hey, I'm so sorry. I got to do this, but... Uh, I, I don't know what else to do. Like I just I would have done this three weeks ago, but no. I had back surgery. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. He's not fine. Listen, man, I don't know what I don't know what possessed them to suddenly do it now, but the fact that my wish is what present. Yeah, they right. Had you're to right. Do it. You're I right. wished it. It's the only thing that makes sense. I made a citizen's firing. That's right. That's right. But what I'm saying is, this is the group that decided to hire the. The dumbest coaching hire in the history of the NHL, or one of the top five, and that is the Mike Babcock situation. How they were even allowed to proceed into this year is beyond me. But now, yeah, the all-star break happened. Could have fired him then. No, let's get even closer to the trade deadline and then fire him. Which, again, they shouldn't even have been allowed to do this. He was also talking about how, you know, he talked to the team today and addressed the team and talked about the mission and how they have to continue on the mission the process was he used the term process. Oh, we got a lot of process. The process continues. Process cheese over there. But like everything was just so good. It was sorry we had to fire this guy, but I gotta tell you, I'm bullish. Well, he's on the Columbus Blue Jackets. He he reminded me a lot of what I heard last year with the Holt man. We haven't heard it as much this year because everybody <laughs> realized they couldn't keep lying through their teeth. But we heard a lot of John Davidson telling us that yeah, behind the scenes I talked to people and they're like, Boy, you guys are fun to watch, huh? What a team you got over there. And it's like, yeah, that reminds me of last year when the Holt man would lose by 30 and then Tom Izzo would come out and scream at everybody. How dare you think this man doesn't know how to coach? It's like, well, Tom, you're a Hall of Famer and you just kicked this guy's ass. I bet you do like playing the Buckeyes. Everybody loved playing the Buckeyes the last couple of years because they would give you an easy win. Jackets. Oh, man, we love watching your team play. Yeah, especially in your building. When they come in and you get an easy two points off them. That's, yeah. I would have liked to see John, John Davidson walk in that dressing room today and say, hey, team meeting, here we go. Uh, Yarmo's been fired, and it's all because of you. <laughs> it's all your guys' fault. If you didn't suck so much, he wouldn't be fired. Also, mm-hmm. where's Elvis? He's taking a crap in the other room. <laughs> Elvis, what's the matter? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Pascal Vincent is just shining his bald head. <laughs> got his little rag shining it. Oh my God. What a bunch of losers we have for this you, stupid you franchise. Pascal taking a crap just with his sweater vest on. Like nothing else is on. Yeah. Just right. with the sweater vest is on, though. Right. Did you ever watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Yes, we've talked about it. Okay. But you, the main point of that movie and the thing that always freaked me out about it as a kid was watching it. It's like, man, imagine if I were in that situation. If I were a kid, because that was around the time I was some of the ages of those kids in that movie. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, again, the premise of this movie is they got shrunk by their dad's shrink ray, and now they're crawling through the grass trying not to get killed by an ant or someone's foot or a uh, the blade on a you know lawnmower, whatever. 
And I thought at the time, this is an illustration of how it's terrifying when you realize there's no grown up in charge. It's just the kids. Like the kids were in charge and someone had to grow up and become like the leader. But of course, all of them are still kids to some level. I feel like sometimes watching this Jackets team, I'm looking around going, who's the adult? Who's the leader? Who's the one you actually go to and say, there we go. We can trust him to get it done. It's not JD. Clearly ain't Yarmo. It's not Mike Priest. I'd like now it's not our, the owner. our owner, John P. McConnell, to address the team. John, the floor is yours. Get out from under the desk. Stop hiding under there. <laughs> no, no. Come on. Talk, this is, talk to these This is people. your team. You this paid for all this. Well, you can come over Daddy, here. Daddy paid for all this. Please come no, out from under the desk. Enjoy that. Enjoy it. Come on over here. Come on. Nope. There's not a youth hockey uh, tournament to go to. Um, I just wanted to say. Yes. Um, oh, guys. You got room in that bathroom with Elvis? <laughs> Guys, give it up for our owner. He spoke publicly for the first time Let in nine me tell years. You something, I'm retiring after this year. This is an embarrassment. Then Brian Hedrick comes out and is like, "The greatest owner in the history of the NHL is the new McConnell." Yes, he's speaking in front of the media. Have personally, brought in my friends Michael Bublé to sing to you while <laughs> Bobby Orr kicks all of your asses. Tell you what. What's it like to be beaten up by a 75 year old man? Listen to me. I'll tell you right now. Rimmer could run circles around this group. Rimmer could absolutely run this organization better than anybody else has done it the last 20 years. I tell you that right now. Now, that's if Rimmer would actually get to do what he wants to. He's always being polite because he's just the guy on TV. But if you gave him the reins, let me tell you right now, he would he would rain down some fire. And guess who'd be first out the door? I interviewed Muhammad Ali in Calgary. He would rather serve in the military than be on this team right now. <laughs> he told me that. <laughs> well, he's not alive. Well, he, I had a seance last night, okay, and he good. came to me. Okay, was Bubba Smith there? Bubba, Bubba Smith <laughs> was also there. That's right. Yeah, man. Actually, if you would pay Ric Flair to do anything, just have him come in here and Ric kick Flair's everybody's ass. Ric Flair's a Blue ass. Jacket fan. Have him come kick everybody's ass. Up. Just do that. I'd rather him that than sell his energy drink. Let's go. Uh, ah. Oh. That just sounds from Elvis. Can Billy Siren crap? Can Billy Siren run the team? Can we just have him? I don't like it. Get out. <laughs> Just like dude, it's Arnold now. I don't know what it is. Our power play sucks. <laughs> Our penalty kill sucks. Stop waxing your bald head, <laughs> you stupid idiot. Common Man and T-Bone. Catch the live experience weekdays from 3 to 6 and listen on demand at 971thefan.com. The Fan, Ohio's sports destination. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The Fan. The Fan. Good afternoon, I'm Caleb Blake. NBA All-Star Weekend officially upon us. Things got kicked off last night in the Celebrity Game with Team Shannon Sharp taking the win over Team Stephen A. Smith. Big time game from Cowboys linebacker Micah Parsons who dropped 37 points and 16 boards to take home MVP honors. Also, is there anything that C.J. Stroud can't do? The the Texans QB showed off his hoop skills by scoring 32 points in the loss for Team Stephen A. Uh, Some new beginnings for our local teams in Columbus this weekend. The Ohio State men's basketball team will play their first game since firing head coach Chris Holtman. 
assistant coach Jake Diebler officially taking the reins in the interim, but they'll face a tall task taking on Zach Eady and number two Purdue. Tip-off scheduled for 1 p.m. at the shot, and we'll have coverage right here on 97.1 The Fan starting at 12.15. Also, the Columbus Blue Jackets will play their first game since firing GM Yarmo Kekalainen. They've got a late one on the West Coast tonight against the San Jose Sharks with puck drop scheduled at 10.30. Our coverage begins right here at 10 o'clock. Breaking sports news when it happens on The Fan, Ohio sports destination.